Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Rejoicing is where we match God's purpose and intention with our own. It's where we say yes and amen to who you are and what you want to be for us. It's agreement. It's engagement. Rejoicing is not event-driven. It's a lifestyle that's being cultivated through all our circumstances, using all our life situations, and in particular, using the people who are most oppositional to us right now. It's the nature of God to turn everything around and make it work for good. It's the nature of God to use things that are against us in order to bring us into things he wants us to enjoy and receive. He wants us to understand who he is for us and how he's making us in his image. So rejoicing is our way of delighting in who God is for us, and it's the precursor to trust. If you're finding it difficult to trust God about something, you need to step back into a place of rejoicing. Practice being thankful, and you'll find that trust and faith rise up from the inside of you. When we rejoice, we turn our weakness into a joyful vulnerability to God's nature and to his intention. So I think rejoicing is a weapon. It's like gentleness is a weapon. Gentleness is brilliant because it stops you from becoming hard and stupid. All the fruits of the Spirit are weapons in our hand. Rejoicing is an outward manifestation of an inward presence of joy. Sometimes in life, pain seems inevitable, but misery is always a choice. And you always get to choose your place of engagement with the Father. We have permission to count everything as joy. And there is a place we can live from where joy just bubbles up on the inside of us. In his letter, James, in chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, he writes this, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith is going to produce incredible endurance. Well, then let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. This is saying... Consider the power of joy as a lifestyle. As a lifestyle that provides the presence and the security of God and the capacity for you to overcome in any circumstance. So that no matter what is occurring, you lack nothing of what God wants to be for you and what God wants you to see and enjoy in him. Rejoicing means that we don't quit the fight. We don't give up on the circumstances. Because rejoicing is a stayer. It's a keeper. It keeps you in the right place in heart and affections of God. Circumstances should increase our joy, not diminish it. That's a tough lesson to learn, I know, but it's a brilliant one. It's amazing to me that God can give you victory when you feel that you're most defeated. 
He can turn things around in the blink of an eye and the drop of a hat. The goodness of God never ceases. His love never fails. And so we're learning to make ourselves vulnerable to who he is. We have no reason not to celebrate. We must learn to keep on rejoicing. That word rejoice there in the Greek is kairo, C-H-A-I-R-O. It means literally to be cheerful always or to be calmly happy. It means that when you really press in, there is a place of peace and rest where a smile can be on your face because you know in those moments this is when it means something for God to be with you. This is when he doesn't want to be shut out of your life anywhere, but especially on your worst day. Especially when you're going through some kind of nightmare scenario. He chooses to be present. He's the best friend ever. He walks in when everyone else is walking out. If you study this word Cairo in the New Testament, it tells you that there is never a time when we cannot rejoice. There is never a time when Cairo is not present. Rejoice in all things, good, bad, or ugly. So rejoicing is our way of life. It's the sign of a powerful lifestyle. It's the sign of a growing maturity in an individual or a body of people. Rejoicing changes the way we approach God. It changes the way we approach life, people, circumstances, and even the enemy. David could run towards Goliath because he knew how to be intimate with God when the lion and the bear came around. He had the same experience of joy. He had the experience of who God was for him. Rejoicing pulls us away from a negative mindset. It removes stress as a possibility for our perception and our thinking because joy creates life and trust and faith and favor. It brings strength. It causes us to remain fresh in faith and presence. Rejoicing is not an option. It's an absolute necessity. When we put everything under joy, count it all joy, we become subject to God's presence. We're subject to that internal security of the Holy Spirit. And we're subject to the perceptions and the way of thinking that Jesus has for us. Without rejoicing, we may lean towards doubt, fear, or unbelief. We can fold in critical moments. But rejoicing empowers us to receive when we're under pressure. It's a different mindset and a different life. If you're interested in learning more about cultivating a lifestyle of rejoicing, go to brilliantbookhouse.com and search for my audio teaching called Times of Refreshing. In it, I'll show you how you can focus on the Lord from a heart of thanksgiving, no matter your circumstances. Thanks for listening today. I so appreciate it.